live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Come on! Oh, yeah. Let's go. It's Monday. Not just any Monday, folks. You know what time it is. It's MVP Monday. We got so much to break down over this Easter weekend. So much happened. NBA playoffs are set. We know what's going down. It's Sacramento. It's Golden State. It's NorCal. It's... It's the matchup we wanted. It's the matchup we all wanted. Yeah, Friday, it sucked. We didn't get to see the starters for the Kings. But you know what? The Warriors weren't worried about that. They just wanted to win that damn game. And they were trying to throw it away in that first half. But they get the job done. And they get the job done yesterday in Portland. And everything is set around the National Basketball Association. Welcome in, everybody. I am Joe Spadoni. This is the pregame show. 888 957-9570 is the number if you would like to get involved today. There's a lot to get into. We have a Masters champion. We have Golden State. We have Sacramento. Yeah, we'll get it. Trust me. Trust me. As you're home for the Golden State Warriors 95-7 the game, we're going to be breaking all of that down. Need to get your thoughts there. We have the Giants barely scraping by against the Kansas City Royals. Michael Conforto, huge home run yesterday. We got Rudy Gobert punching Kyle Anderson. We got Lakers in the play-in game. So much happening this weekend that we need to get into. And let's start right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Hit me up on Twitch or YouTube. Much appreciated there. 888-957-9570, again, is the number if you would like to call or text in. That is the Comcast business text line, always up and running and ready for business. So here it is, folks. Here it is. We got it. Sacramento. Is this the team you wanted all along, Warriors fans? The Kings in the first round? And Kings fans, if you're chiming in, if you're listening at the Odyssey app, be sure to download that baby, favorite 95.7 The Game, or on YouTube, go ahead and search 95.7 The Game, like and subscribe there. Is this the game we all wanted? Is it? It feels like it, right? Suns, yeah, Suns didn't feel like a first round matchup. It just didn't. For whatever reason, it's just like, no, we don't want to see KD round one. No. No. We don't want to see that. We want the Kings. The Kangs. Round one, baby. And we got it. Darren Fox. Demonis Sabonis. Draymond Green. Clay Thompson. Stephen Curry. Mike Brown v. Steve Kerr. Again, these teams have never faced off in the playoffs. Never. And I saw John Dickinson, host of Warriors and Pre and Post Game Live, Warriors Live, does a great job. And he was just like, listen, one of the main reasons why the Kings have been good from start to finish, yeah, their defense has been bad and their offense has been historic. It's not just that. This team doesn't load manage. You know what? They went from top to bottom this season looking at their roster, looking at their young pieces, Fox, Murray, the rookie, Sabonis again, Mitchell, all these guys, Malik Monk. And you know what they said? They're like, no, we're staying healthy all season long. And I know, <laughs> everyone wishes they could say all uh, see, uh, healthy all season long, Joe. No bleep, obviously. Yeah, but the Kings did it in a way where they weren't load managing. 
Like they could easily, once they got to a certain point, like, you know what? We're happy with this. We're fine. No. Other than the last two games of the regular season, and we didn't even know until that night if the Kings were going to play their starters. Um, again, it was all incumbent on the Grizzlies, what have you. But we didn't know. We didn't know what they were doing. All season long, the Kings have been right there. And you know what? Sacramento, Golden One Arena, they deserve this moment. What is it? Friday night? I can't wait. That place is going to be rocking. Warriors, Kings, and again, we'll have all that coverage right here on 95.7 The Game. Cannot wait for that. April 15th, check that. Saturday, April 15th, 5.30 tip. Whoo! Saturday, 5.30, ABC. Be there or be square. That place is going to be rocking. I want to know your thoughts. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Your thoughts on the matchup, on the weekend that was. Who was your MVP? Doesn't have to be sports related. Could be JC. You know, happy Easter to everyone out there. Greatest comeback of all time, some say. Not the 3-1 deficit in 2016. Not the Red Sox-Yankees down 3-0. Still JC. Hell of a comeback. 888 your MVP of the weekend, and it might just be this man from yesterday and what he did up in Portland. DiVincenzo, outlet from Curry, finds Thompson. Thompson takes a dribble for balance and hits a left corner three. The Warriors have hit the century mark with 6.57 to go in the third quarter. They scored 55 points in the first quarter. That's the most in NBA history. History. 55 points in a game that was over at like the first quarter, which happens rarely and usually happens in the negative way for the Warriors when they're down 10 points. But somehow, some way, the Warriors keep wanting up in themselves in this last decade just with crazy statistics, crazy three-pointers, all that sort of stuff as the Warriors took care of business against the Blazers yesterday. 157 to 101. 157. Just say that score out loud. It's absurd. I know the Portland wasn't playing anyone. I know the Warriors needed to win this game, but I can't stop laughing on air right now. 157 to 101. It's unbelievable. It really is. Steph, 26. Clay, 20. Moses Moody, 25. Let's go, Moses. Jordan Poole, 21. PBJ, 8. Key notice. Nine points. It was unreal. And we're going to get uh, YouTube up and running if it's not up and running. I don't see it on my uh, feed right now. So we'll get that all figured out. If you are trying to listen via YouTube or Twitch, we'll get that all straightened out. You can always listen to the old-fashioned way. Download that Odyssey app or that radio dial, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. So the Warriors, they handle their business, and they will face the Sacramento Kings. And what a season this has been. What a season this has been. Started off with a punch to the face of one Draymond Green to Jordan Poole. Kind of set an ominous tone, if you will. Clay Thompson didn't play well. Conversations of should he come off the bench, should he not? They were warranted. He wasn't playing well. He looked old, was slow on defense, not getting back. Championship hangover was real for this team. Then he got Curry injury. Then they come back, still can't win on the road. Curry comes back. Oh, he's injured again. He has this interosseous membrane strain. I don't even know what the hell that is, but he hurt that. 
still can't win on the road. He comes back, and all of a sudden, they're getting hot at the right time, and the Golden State Warriors layeth the smacketh down on the Portland Trailblazers, 157-101. to YouTube should be up and running shortly here. Thank you so much, Sam Lubbin, for fixing that. We are up and running. Appreciate you, Sam. Sam, oh, trust me, Sam was living and dying on the San Francisco Giants this past weekend, and we'll get into Michael Conforto and that home run. And he absolutely... He nutted that thing. Thanks, Mike. He nutted that thing. And they needed him to nut that thing. And he did that as the San Francisco Giants avoided a horrible home opener sweep as they salvaged the series, although losing to the Royals. (laughs) A Royals team isn't very good, and trust me, they're not the worst team in Major League Baseball. There is a team here in the Bay Area that resides over in Oakland. They may be the worst team in Major League Baseball history. History. And we'll monitor that all season long. But how much did they get outscored this past weekend? The A's versus the Rays down in Tampa. I need to, I need to check these schedules out. Because it... I mean, 11 to nothing yesterday. And it felt like that was the case for every single game this season. It was just... You knew it was going to be bad. You knew it was going to be bad. But to see it actually play out on the field the way it has... 9-5 on Friday... And back-to-back 11 nothing shutouts. Their run differential has got to be the worst. They've only scored... In one game against Cleveland, they scored 11. And I'm pretty sure that was the amount combined for the rest of the games they've played. Yeah, 1, 2, 5, 9, 4... Yeah, scored 28 runs. It's not going to cut it. It's embarrassing. It's disgusting. John Fisher... Needs to be removed. He won't be. We know why. For all the love we give Bobby Manfred around here for changing all the rules and giving him his flowers for that. It's dragging his feet just like Bud Sela did when it comes to this relocation, not relocation, Howard Terminal, what have you. Meanwhile, the product is suffering. The fans aren't showing up because they know the deal. They're not showing up to support a guy like John Fisher. It's just disgusting what's going on over there in Oakland. Don't worry. We'll be talking about them and I was hoping to have some positive outlooks on that team this year when it comes to guys like Shea Langoliers, uh, Fujinami, who still can't seem to get out of the fourth or fifth inning. His command issues following him all the way from Japan over to here. It's just unfortunate, and it's sad. It's very sad. Something that's not sad, though, as we get back into basketball here at 888-957-9570 is Clay Thompson. And all the adversity he's gone through the last couple of years, finally playing in a back-to-back for the first time in over two years this season. And for him to have that game yesterday, five threes in the first quarter and leading the NBA in three-pointers this season, getting to that 300 clip, it's pretty freaking cool. And head coach Steve Kerr gave him his shout-outs after the game yesterday. I pulled Clay aside two minutes before the game, and I said, no, you're five away, but just let it happen. You don't need to chase anything, especially early in the game. Just get off the ball. Let it happen in the flow. It's like, okay, no problem, coach. And then he made five threes in the first five minutes. So that's Clay. But they were they were really good shots. That was the main thing. I mean, he was, even though he was uh, he went out launching, they were great shots. He, it wasn't like he was taking bad ones. So really good for him to get that mark. I told him after the game just how proud I was of him for what he's been 
through to go through those two devastating injuries and fight his way back, win a championship last year, and then have a great season this year, a complete season, playing back-to-backs by this, you know, the end of the year. And it's really a remarkable story, a testament to Clay and, and his fortitude and love for the game and couldn't be happier for Clay. I think we're all happy for Clay Thompson. Obviously, the beginning of the season was a struggle to watch. It was sad to watch almost. You thought, man, Clay should be coming out fresher than this, right? He's a couple more months removed from you know, playing that NBA championship, a lot of wear and tear during the playoffs on him. He's not playing back-to-back still. But why doesn't he just look so bad? Yeah, well, two major injuries. It's going to take a long freaking time to come back from that. I mean, an ACL and Achilles... Those are career enders for a lot of guys. Just hell, just one of those is a career ender. Now, Clay Thompson hasn't relied on his athleticism on the offensive end as much as on the defensive end, and the defense will never be the same as it was. Hell, he's getting older. It happens to everyone. But just being average at times is a huge, huge bonus to this team. And yeah, there's at times where he still shows flashes of that elite prowess on that side of the ball. You know, say what you want about the physical skill set about Clay Thompson on the floor. The mentals are all still there. The mental makeup. And don't sleep on that when it comes to the NBA. Because knowing what's coming one step ahead is massive in this game. And it's the difference between wins and losses. And I believe Clay Thompson, when push comes to shove, come playoff time and potentially another championship time, he's going to make the winning play more often than not. Will the shot always be going down? No. But he's always going to keep shooting. I know that. And here's Clay Thompson talking about yesterday after leaning the lead with three-pointers this season. That's cool. I think it's cool to lead the league in threes made. Something I never did before. Testament to my hard work over the last few years. Some dark times turned into some beautiful moments. And write about things I say. People might not want to give me credit, but it usually come true. That's cool. That was a great... Let me hear that one more time. That's cool. That's cool. I love Clay. So chill. And unclay like characteristics this season. We saw a little, you know, a little edgier side of Clay Thompson. I mean, I think we just saw a lot of edgier side of most of the players this year. It's been a tumultuous season. Like, and it's not over yet. It can still be tumultuous. Got a hell of a first round matchup again. 888-957-9570. I want your thoughts on this Kings-Warriors matchup. What's the matchup you're looking for in here? Is it Sabonis versus Draymond? Is it De'Aaron Fox clutch? Is it Stephen Curry? Is it the Mike Brown versus Steve Kerr? What are the storylines that intrigue you the most, Warriors and Kings fans? 888-957-9570. I would love to know. Because as a neutral observer, as someone who likes to break it down with any without any bias towards one team or the other right here on the pregame show... I think it's Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. Can they do the unthinkable? Can they get that fifth championship? Can they? I mean, it's crazy to think at the beginning of the season and where we've been for most of it, we're just like, they're not winning a championship. This team can't win on the road. Well, they exercised those demons the last two games of the year, right? I know the overall record won't point to that. Was it 12 12 or 11 road wins this season, whatever it is, it's not impressive. But once they get that first one, and if it's game one this Saturday, 530 ABC Golden One Center in Sacramento, if they get that first win, 
And it's going to be crazy there. Don't get it twisted, folks. That is going to be one of the more pricier, if not the priciest, first-round ticket in the NBA. They get that first win. You're going to start hearing that chatter. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Warriors are going to win it all, aren't they? If they, trust me, they get that first dub this Saturday in Sacramento, that chatter is going to get louder and louder. The Kings are going to say, uh-oh. The Memphis Grizzlies are going to say, uh-oh. The Denver Nuggets, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Boston Celtics, everyone is going to start shaking in their boots if the Warriors win this first game on the road in the playoffs up in Sacramento. Now you got to win the series, but that just shows everyone playoffs are a different animal. You don't care about regular season road losses, please. Give me those playoff road wins. All I need is one of them. And we'll get the job done back at Chase Center. 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. Hamza, Brandon, Morali, my guys, what's up? AK66, Golden State, appreciate you. He wants LeBron versus Steph, second round. We'll see. We'll see with the Lakers. Let's get out of the playing game for the Los Angeles Lakers first. I saw LeBron yesterday. If we were talking about MVP of the weekend, it's an MVP Monday. Who's your MVP of this past weekend? Could be sports. Could be not sports. Could be my young Benjamin finding all the eggs without much help. He's crushing it in the Easter egg hunt. Baby Nora looking on. Sweet little girl. It was a fun weekend down in Monterey, a.k.a. the Shire, as it's once dubbed by the great... James Kincaid. But what was your MVP of the sports weekend? Well, could have been LeBron crowning himself yesterday at the arena formerly known as Staples Center, the Crypt, against the Kelly Olynyk-led Utah Jazz. Well, congratulations, LeBron. You beat a third-string Jazz team. Congratulations. Well, had to be who was in front of you. As the Los Angeles Lakers will be taking on the... <laughs> Kyle Anderson list, the Rudy Gobert list, the Jada McDaniels list, Minnesota Timberwolves? What's going on there? What the hell was that? Are we talking about least valuable? We're we talking about most valuable? This is the least valuable player of the weekend. Rudy Gobert. Ugh. Horrible teammate alert. And I think we all knew that. But it's just come to fruition just beautifully last game of the regular season yesterday him getting into a slow-mo kyle anderson warriors killer it seems like but what are you doing rudy last game of the regular season what do you know you're going to be in a playing game you've already locked that up and you're punching your teammate for what for what well adrian wolterowski <laughs> he has it all you know i'm told that the back and forth was about anderson telling rudy gobert Hey, why don't you block some shots? Gobert telling him, uh, why don't you grab a rebound? And then it escalated from there. Why don't you block some shots? Why don't you get a rebound? Yeah, something tells me it wasn't that succinct. Hey, dude, need you to get some more blocks. Well, how about you get more rebounds? And then there's a punch. I don't think it was that. There were some expeditions flying, absolutely. And there was some name calling. There had to have been. And come on. It is kind of a sucker punch. I'm just going to go here. As we're talking Rudy Gobert punching his teammate, Kyle Anderson. When you have that kind of reach and you're outreaching everyone, it is, and it's a sucker punch, right? I know he's facing forward towards him and they're kind of getting pushed back by both of our individual benches. 
But it's a sucker punch when you have that sort of reach and you're going up against a guy who's six or seven inches shorter than you. I know Kyle Anderson's a big guy, but Gobert's huge. Like, what are we doing? Least valuable player, person, whatever you want to call him. Rudy Gobert. Soft. T-Wolves taking on the Lakers tomorrow in the playing game at Los Angeles. Just put them out of their misery. They got one more game after that. They're going to play the winner of the 9-10 matchup. Thunder at New Orleans Pelicans. That'll be a fun one. Can't wait for that. The Fighting Josh Giddies versus Brandon Ingram. And it looks like Zion's going to be out probably for the playoffs and for the rest of the season. He's not ramping up, not doing anything. He was in his sweats yesterday, just chilling, looking a little big, but not going to go there. He's a big guy. He maybe have that Harden thing where Harden looked fat all the time, but it was just he was wearing quadruple layers, and then all of a sudden during the game he looked fine. No one more body perplexing than James Harden in his prime with the Rockets, by the way. He's skinny, a lot skinnier now. Has to be as a facilitator with the 76ers. 888 957 If you want to do your LVP, you can also give me that. But it is an MVP Monday. And here's more after the Warriors again. 157 point to 101 win over the Portland Trailblazers. I just can't stop laughing at that final score. Like, sooner or later, we got to have the conversation about these teams tanking and the way they did. And apparently the Dallas Mavericks, by the way, now that we're on that, just didn't do it well enough because they're getting investigated into the league for what they did Friday. And by the way, Mark Cuban, what a disaster you have on your hands with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. And reports are now, who was, uh, I believe it was from ESPN, that Luka might be looking to get out of there in 2024. And I heard Matt Steinmetz, host of Steiny and Guru, from 10 to 2 right here on 95.7 The Game, Monday through Friday. He mentioned this the other week, and I thought he was crazy. And he might not be. He still might be crazy. It's Steiny. Come on. But he mentioned that the Mavericks should look to keep and build around Kyrie Irving over Luka Doncic. And I was like, are you, are you insane? Luka's got so many years in front of him as compared to Kyrie. Yeah, but Steiny's like, you can't win with him. He can't be the number one on your team. That's fine. Go bring in a number one, right? That's what I thought. He's like, yeah. How many number ones are going to want to come play with Luka Doncic? I was like, well, if he gets in the right spot, I think he could play well with a big, like an Embiid or an Anthony Davis. Dallas is still a great market. It'll attract people. Texas always does. It's just an interesting thought. Kyrie, build around him. Is he going to come back? They said they're going to make that a priority. But what a dumpster fire, and what a failure of a season for the Dallas Mavericks. Yikes. Big homie's going to be fine, bro. Thanks, Steiny. I'm a man of nuance. You are. Steiny, 10-2 to 2 with Steiny and Guru. Can't wait to get his thoughts as the Warriors take on the Sacramento Kings in the first round. And here's how it all shakes out. Here is how it all is shaken out as it pertains to... The seedings, both in the Eastern and Western Conference, the brackets, what have you. And as I vamp here, da 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 da, NBA playoff schedule, how it's all going to go down. So, obviously, we got the plans. We got the Lakers taking on the Timberwolves tomorrow. You got the Hawks and the Heat taking on each other tomorrow. That's in Miami, that plan. And then you got the 9 10 seed in the East, Bulls, Raptors, 9 10 seed in the West. Thunder Pelicans on Wednesday. So after those are all wrapped up, the first game, official game of the playoffs, starts Saturday, 
Nets, Sixers, Knicks, Cavs, Warriors, Kings, Clippers, Suns. That's going to be juicy. That's going to be juicy. And if you're the Warriors and you always are looking ahead, you always want to focus now, but in this business, we're looking ahead. Those two teams knocking out each other, it's good for business if you're a Warriors fan. Paul George, whether he's coming back or not, we'll see. My guess would be no, just how gruesome that injury looked. But again, you never know. These guys are freaks. He'll want to get back out there. But those guys taking a chunk out of each other, Kawhi Leonard versus Kevin Durant, the last time that happened in a playoff or, hell, championship series, yeah, the finals. All the way back in 2019. Four years. That's wild. That's absolutely crazy. Kawhi taking on Kevin Durant for the first time in over four years. And that was back, unfortunately, when KD hurt his Achilles. So a lot of interest, uh, interesting and intricate storylines around the National Basketball Association. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. We continue to react to the Golden State Warriors hammering the Blazers, locking up that sixth spot. And there was a chance that they could have been the fifth seed yesterday. There was a lot of different games going on. You're all scoreboard watching stuff like that. But it all kind of shook out the way we thought it was going to shake out. Right? Shake out. Shout Shake Shack out of Emeryville. Delicious, by the way. Love me a Shake Shack burger. Hi, I'm Joe Spadoni. Whenever I eat a burger, I go to Shake Shack in Emeryville at Bay Street. Family-friendly, good prices, good food all around. That was my promo. Go ahead and cut that, Sammy. Thank you. Yeah, we're not getting... uh, I don't think I'm getting any sponsorships here at 5 a.m., but you never know. I think Nice Guy might have gotten one or two way back when. Maybe. He's crushing it up in KCBS now. Nice Guy Stephen Langford. Sam Lubman, his just relief on his face, by the way, that Michael Conforto was able to hit that home run. Because if you're looking at a sweep, and I love Sam and his text because he's just like me when it comes to his sports teams. He's just, actually, he's not as negative as I am, which is saying something. He's not as negative, but when they are losing, he loves to crush them. Oh, God, he loves to join in the fun. It was the best. Sam, how you doing this weekend, buddy? How we doing? Did you go to all the games? No. He's doing good, though. Thumbs up. Didn't go to all of them. Went to opening day. That was fun. A lot of people were expecting more of a uh, festivities, if you will. It was kind of cold, dreary, if you will. But that's a perfect San Francisco day. I love cold and wet and rainy days. Not when it's on the Bates Pass wet, raining and all that sort of stuff. Obviously, don't want to get injuries. But when it's foggy, when it's misty, I love that weather. Grew up down in Pacific Grove. Chat out Monterey. Always like that year-round. The June gloom, as we like to call it. It's the best. So... Giants, they don't get the job done Friday or Saturday, but they salvage the series. 888-957-9570. We're going to continue to react to your texts, your comments on YouTube and Twitch. 888-957-9570 is the number. If you'd like to call, give me a call. 530 if you're driving around. Comcast Business text line. Hit me up there. Warriors, they're taking on the Sacramento Kings in the first round. What is your main storyline that you would like to focus on there? Let me know. Who was your MVP of the sports weekend, of the regular weekend? It's an MVP Monday. Let's go. 888-957-9570. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni. Come on back. 95.7 The Game. Oh, back to the pre-game show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni. 14th hole, 95.7 The Game. 
John Rahm wins it at the Masters. John Rahm, ladies and gentlemen, defeats Brooks Kepka to earn his first green jacket. Continues his streak. Seven straight players in their 20s now to win a major in golf. Hell of a job there, Johnny, as he takes out, again, Brooks Kepka, who had a, was it, four-shot lead at one point in the third round? And we're not used to seeing Brooks Kepka, you know, choke on that big stage. Prior to that, if he was leading, heading into an opening round of a major, he won it. He was three for three. Not yesterday. His drives were bad all over the place, just not hitting good shots, making the mistakes that you can't make at the Masters as their conditions were rough, obviously, and the greens were fast, and it was brutal for a lot of the guys yesterday. You saw Hovland and Cantlay. They were struggling. Good to see Sam Bennett, the amateur, stay in the red figures as he was low amateur, and he was the story of the tournament out of Texas A&M, the low amateur Sam Bennett. He was in the third round. He was looking. He was like in third place. The third round at the Masters. He'll never forget that. Cool standing ovation for him. And always a cool thing at, was it, Butler Cabin over there in Augusta where the low amateur gets to sit next to the champion and the former champion of last season, uh, Scotty Scheffler. So very cool there. Again, it's MVP Mondays here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. Who was your MVP of the sports weekend or of the regular weekend? Who was the MVP of Easter? All that sort of stuff. 888 Nine five seven nine five seven zero. As we continue to break down the Warriors' upcoming matchup against the Sacramento Kings, Warriors take out the Blazers yesterday, one fifty seven to one hundred one. What's that one storyline you're looking at in this matchup? Your first thoughts. What's the storyline? Who are the players you're looking at? What do you want to see? I see a lot from the YouTube chat. And it was just like, oh, I can't wait for you know Lakers Warriors. I'm not worried about the second round. And it's no, ju- it's hey, listen. As much as I'm gassing up the Warriors right now, and I think they are going to make it to the NBA Finals, it's no lock. Like It's not like seasons past. Like last year, there was just a confidence like, oh, they're going up against the Jamal Murray-less you know, Denver Nuggets team, no Michael Porter Jr. It's like, ah, eh, they're not very good. Yeah. Then John Morant gets hurt for the Grizzlies. Yeah, that stinks. And then it was just, oh, the Mavericks take out the Suns. We're going to be the Mavericks, and they handled them. It wasn't until the Finals where it was just like, uh-oh, maybe we can't beat the... maybe. Maybe our path was too easy. We weren't really prepared for the Celtics. And then Steph Curry put the team on his back, and they won the whole freaking thing, along with Andrew Wiggins, who, by the way, is hoping, like, th- this is the huge thing. Andrew Wiggins having this whole week to ramp up now. Well, Saturday, but you know what I'm saying. Basically having a week and a half or two weeks to ramp up all the way. Now, is he going to be back to his normal minutes allocation? Tim Roy, the voice of the Golden State Warriors, was on with the Morning Roast last week. And you can find that interview on 957thegame.com or go to odyssey.com, download 95.7. Check that. Download the Odyssey app and favorite 95.7 The Game. Go ahead and search 95.7 on YouTube. I'm sure it's up and running on there as well. But Tim Roy, the voice of the Golden State Warriors, was talking about, you know, if he comes back, he's going to be starting. It's no off the bench for Wiggins. If he comes back and he's ready to play, he thinks he's going to be right in that starting lineup. So it would be very interesting to see what happens there. John and Hercules wants to join the show. Thanks, John. Appreciate you calling in. What you got, man? Johnny. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, man? Hello? Yeah, I got you. Hey. Um, yeah, so De'Aaron Fox, first time in the NBA playoffs. The Sacramento Kings, their first time in the NBA playoffs. Stephen Curry, his, I don't know how many times in the playoffs. The matchup is going to be insane. I think De'Aaron Fox. He's going to have a lot on his plate, especially with the chip he's got on his shoulders to bring this team as far as it can go. 
Um, Sacramento's got, you know, a lot. And uh, that's it. Thanks. Thanks, John, for chiming in there. John from Hercules chiming in on the Warriors taking on. Who the hell is John? Dude, it's a great question, Goo. John and Hercules just sounds like he was excited. It's exasperated. 5.30 in the morning. It's a lot. He's either getting off work, getting ready for work. Got to get those calls out of the way before you get to the big boy ones. You're such just such an intimidating presence very on the radio, intimidating. too. John, what you got? Hello? Oh, he was he was shaking. Much like De'Aaron Fox will be this Saturday at Golden One Center. Hi. I don't think so. That guy's clutch as hell. Just, I'm so excited for this matchup. I feel like Guru today. Guru's going to be saying that so many times. Steiny, I'm excited. I'm so excited too. This is good. This is the matchup of the playoffs in the first round. Clippers Suns is sexy. Bill Paul George kind of makes it a little less so. But Kings Warriors, NorCal, come on. And by the way, if the Lakers handle their business tomorrow, that is the first time in NBA history we got all four of the California teams in the playoffs. It's pretty damn cool. Shout out California, West Coast, Best Coast. And actually, I'd be willing to wager, if, what, are, what are the odds? I'm sure we could find this somewhere. Just betting on a California team to win it all. What is that? So you got the Kings, potentially the Lakers, Warriors, and Suns. Out of those four, check that, I said the Suns, the Clippers. So Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Warriors. Just take those and then everyone else can have the field. wonder what the odds are on that. Probably not awesome, but probably not terrible either. And check on that. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. To John and Hercules' point, though, Darren Fox hasn't been there before. Is there something to be told about experience and tight game situations, especially in the playoffs? Like, that is going to be a raucous atmosphere. The nerves will be there on both sides. Like, yeah, as much as Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green have been there as four championships, they know the deal. The nerves will be there. The atmosphere is going to be electric. This might be, like, I'm ready to say it, depending on how it goes. This might break the, uh, what is it, the decibel level record, whatever it is. I think it was the Thunder years ago. They used to have all that, you know, the uh, the waves going on. Like, how loud is it going to be wherever the hell the Thunder play in Oklahoma City? But at Golden 1, I'm sure it's going to be the loudest, if not the loudest, in the NBA history when it comes to stadiums. Like, they're going to be, are they bringing out the cowbells? We need more cowbells. I don't think they're doing that. That was a whole Arco Arena thing. And I think uh, Casey, Kenny Caraway of, uh, what is it, ESPN 1320 over in SAC, he was on with the guys last week, and he was saying, nah, they're not allowed to bring the cowbells. Like, That's kind of weak. Come on. Let's bring the cowbells back. Shout out Christopher Walken. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570 is the number. And Clay Thompson, after the game, was actually asked about playing the Sacramento Kings. And here's what he had to say. Oh, that's who we're playing? Oh, cool. Oh, that's going to be fun, man. First time in NBA history. It's going to be really special. Uh, I know the Kings fans will be excited. They haven't been in the playoffs in a while, so they'll be very excited. But that's just great. Great for the NBA. Great for Northern California. And uh, it's great for us. We don't have to travel too far, which is very nice because sometimes, you know, flying across the country every other day is exhausting. There you go. You heard it from there. And that was what Draymond said on his podcast the other week. He's like, hey, if we play SAC, that's great. I want to play them. I don't care. Like They're a great team. It's not going to be easy to play them. But the travel, absolutely. Can't beat that. That's like, And there's a chance you would have to play, like if you're in the play-in, the Grizzlies. Like the Lakers potentially playing them or the T-Wolves, whoever wins that play-in game tomorrow. And that one's at 7 o'clock down in Los Angeles. Whoever wins that one, man, 
flying back and forth to Memphis. Like, why? Again, I don't want to go on this diatribe here because we're going to get Joe Shasky for the crossover on the other side. 888-957-9570. Any questions you have for Shasky, but why are they still in the Western Conference, the Memphis Grizzlies? It just doesn't make sense logistically. And every time we get to this part of the season, it starts to rear its ugly head, flying back and forth from Los Angeles to Memphis, Tennessee, a Western Conference team. Get out of here with that. Come on. Minnesota, even. Not the West. Realignment. Let's get it together, Adam Silver. We got one more segment here for you, folks, before tossing it over to the Morning Roast. It's the Cross Jover, where Joe Shasky of the Morning Roast joins me next. We're going to continue to take your calls and texts at 888-957-9570. YouTube, Twitch, how we doing? What is the biggest matchup or that one key storyline? What, what have you? What are you looking forward to with Kings Warriors? So many different storylines, so many fun details to break it all down all week right here on 95.7 The Game because this is your home for the Golden State Warriors and we'll have all the coverage pre and post game right here all postseason long. Cannot wait. Joe Shasky joins me next. 95.7 The Game. Back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95-7 The Game. Joe Shasky can join me in a minute here for the Cross Jover. It's MVP Mondays here. Who is your MVP of the weekend? Sports or non-sports? Could be either one. We already know our least valuable person. It's Rudy Gobert for punching his teammate Kyle Anderson in the face as Joe Shasky joins me now for the Cross Jover. You watch that whole thing, Joe? Unfold? It. It's just... First off... We can all admit now, he's clearly like a fake bully. Yeah, he's a horrible teammate. Well, that's that's <laughs> without question anymore. But like fake bully too. Well, it's a fake Who sucker punches a dude across the like the way he hit him and no. then he hit him there. Like I don't know. I just thought the whole thing was just a sucker. It was. Move. It was absolutely a sucker punch because I don't care if he was facing him. Dude has like freaking seven foot reach. Like come but on, that's a that su- in a huddle. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and the coach like Finch was like standing right below him and he punched over it, him. Just the whole thing ridiculous. The, the guy's such a look. We should have realized who he was when he touched all the microphones. Phones and everything, and then the league shut down like a day after that. Thanks, Rudy. Appreciate it. And we all went through like, look, I'm not here to relitigate COVID, <laughs> but like we've all been through the gamut on COVID. The full, I call it the wheel. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> at first, complete paranoia and fear, completely over it. Yeah, you know what I mean. All the way around the circle. It's like the, the, the what is it? The levels of grief or whatever exactly. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like I think we can all agree at that point in time. He looked like an idiot. Oh, he looks like an idiot now, and he always looks like an idiot because he, in, in the playoffs, especially. I don't even know if he's going to be. Is he going to be available for the play-in against the Lakers tomorrow? Like, does the league like get involved? Because the league didn't get involved in the Draymond thing, right? Like, they left that up to the team. Is that something Adam Silver is going to do here? Because this was during a game that's different. One was during practice. Like, I don't know, like what the level of, uh, of punishment goes there. You would think, and what was it, McDaniels broke his hand in the locker room too because he punched out of frustration? You, and then did you see the the audio that one of the security guards recorded regarding slow-mo? Oh, what, what I think it? I sent it to the group thread. Basically saying that it, yeah. you guys have been afraid of this guy for so <laughs> long, talking about Rudy Gobert, and you know I'm, I'm done with it. Stop walking on eggshells. It's very interesting. Well, they they gave up a lot to get him. Oh, and there was a point... a lot? Well, there was a point like what was it last week or two weeks ago where it's like oh wow Gobert might work here oh look look at the look at Minnesota oh my goodness no they're Minnesota 
They're losing tomorrow, and they're, I think they're probably going to lose to either the Pelicans or the Thunder. Listen, Carlton Towns maybe has a great game, but there is so much toxicity in that locker room, and it all surrounds one man. That's Rudy Gobert. And real quick, uh, well, this Joe, is a, one last thing. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll let you continue. This is why you should wait. I know that's a regular season award. There are times where I wish we would wait till the playoffs on awards, and I, maybe I'm picking and choosing here, but like his two DPOIs. So fraudulent. The guy got ran off the floor in the in the playoffs. Unplayable at times. Like, like the, the Warriors literally went at him multiple times. It's like okay, yeah, whatever. If the league doesn't tell you how different the playoffs are versus the regular season, you can say that for a lot of sports. But like, he's literally unplayable in the la- final five six minutes yeah. of a playoff game. Can't make free throws. They just hack a shack him, and then he's just getting isolated one on one against Steph Curry night night. It just because you can quantify blocks and rebounds yeah. doesn't make you a great defense. I don't know. I just well, think we've overrated. Well, no, his no, no. Well, I and totally he is agree. a great. Rim I blocker. totally. Agree. Well, but when it comes to big guys, it's not their fault. Sometimes they're just so no. big. But that's why I like you underappreciate a guy like Michael Jordan winning DPOI because at that size, like a guy like Kawhi that's too, good point. Draymond Green, like good point. they're guarding one through five. Yeah, it's like really they're doing point. every single one. No disrespect. Well, <laughs> actually, kind of disrespect to Rudy Gobert. He can't guard Stephen Curry. Yeah, like he can't guard some of these no. guys that are going right past, and they no. just can't. And that's just a physical limitation of there. That's why I I surpass guys like Michael Jordan into the conversations of over like Kareem because they can guard that one through five stuff like that a lot easier. And then it's just, again, no through fall out there. Real quick, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN talking about the back and forth that led to this, Joe Shasky. It's hilarious. You know, I'm told that the back and forth was about Anderson telling Rudy Gobert, hey, why don't you block some shots? Gobert telling him, uh, why don't you grab a rebound? And then it escalated from there. Yeah, I'm sure they said it in those straight words, Chasky. No expletives, nothing. Hey, go get some more blocks, buddy. Hey, you get rebounds. Punch in the face. Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, am, I, am I tripping or is that not funny? No, it's really... This whole situation is... This regular season, say what you will about the first three quarters of it, this last month and a half has just been so good. Like, this has been an unbelievable month to f- finish the regular season of the NBA. Wouldn't you agree? Because me and you are crushing it all year long. Oh, no. The last <laughs> couple of weeks were amazing. And then you see the product that the Portland Trailblazers are trying um, out. But uh, here's the thing. Like, everyone... 157 to 101? Yeah, but, but, like, at the end of the year... Like, so funny. No, I know. It's just... NFL is very different, but like at the end of the year, did you see the lineups the Giants were trotting out there to try to win 81 games? Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Hey, but they were trying. Hey, they got to 81, though, Chelsea. Hey, Conforto, big bomb yesterday. Hey, Conforto that. became a Giant over the weekend. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's only going to be for a year because he's going <laughs> to opt out, but he became a Giant over the weekend. No, seriously. And did you Nothing see the swag like when they opened the dugout? Dude, there was like a rave going on in there. What's going on? DJ B-Craw or whatever the hell he's Yeah, BC-Raw. Is? is that what it is? At- Speaking of which, Uh-oh. we will have a difficult conversation about Brandon Crawford at some oh, God. point. The is guy it, can't move. Oh, no. Is it a Kyle Korver comparison? I mean, when Salvador Perez is faster than you, running down the first baseline, there's issues. Salvador Perez is also golfing one out, oh, three-run homer on what was that Saturday. Oh, my God. By the way, did you see uh, Hassan Kim yesterday for the Padres? No. Oh, it, the ball was, they, they, they measured the stats. Six inches off the ground, golfed it to left well, against the guy- Braves yesterday. Like, uh, Salvador Perez is a low-ball hitter. Yeah. Like, that is the scouting Vlad report. Guerrero was a guy yes. like that. Yeah, There are certain guys. And, like, he, look, he gets all the credit in the world for golfing it. Who didn't <laughs> see Ross Stripling giving up a home run? I texted the group that did I not. No, you Yank did. him. He's yeah. about to serve up the long ball. And literally, two minutes later... Long ball. I don't know what they were doing there, too. Is that, was it was the eighth inning? Like, oh, bring in Doval. Yeah, but what was his reason? Oh, you know, we're trying to get him some work. 
after he had a We're clean trying to get wins game. early in the year. You can it's, get work it's, when it's the dog days of August. It, like, it, that was horrible. Sean Manaya looked good, though. I'll say that. Sean Manaya looked solid. Sean Manaya looked amazing. Yeah. No, like, you got to give credit where credit is yeah. due. He looked amazing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he only had 75 pitches. Like, dude, I'm just never going to be down with the way, like, form. He was cruising in that yes. game. Like, allow him, when you're in the dugout, okay, and you're watching a guy cruise like that for the opposing team, and he gets yanked, you know what everyone in the dugout goes? Thank God. Well, their whole thing is third, third time through the lineup. But Sean Mania has shown, even with his A's days, like, that guy's got no-hit stuff. He threw his no-hitter before. He's had a bunch of complete games with them. Like, when his stuff is going, when that changeup yes. is working, he's as unhittable as it gets. There's no doubt. And they've got, they've got a lot of issues, the Giants, right now. I mean, they're... A, I think they're a fun watch because I have no idea if they're going to strike out or hit home oh, runs. I'm kind yeah. of resigned to the fact that that's who they are. They're going to strike out and hit home runs. Yeah. And so I'm just going to have to bear with it for the time being. But adding the stolen base element, watching the Royals and the way they play baseball, I'm telling you, man, these MLB rule changes yeah. have made such a dramatic difference. It reminds me of when offense in the in the NFL started to get real stagnant, and yeah. then they opened up the middle of the field with a lot of the tar- – which I don't agree with, the targeting rules and oh, things yeah. like that. But if you notice, offense is now – you know, obviously, much more easier to throw over the middle Correct. of the field. I think allowing base movement has changed the game, and obviously, the, the pitch clock's been incredible. Absolutely, Giants salvage a series there against the Kansas City Royals. Oakland A's get swept against the John Tampa Rom? Bay Bears. What? John Rom? John Rom winning the Masters. Brooks Kepka choke job. Like I was, I know you don't want to use that word, but I, I actually agree with Bonte in our text. Like so, basically, Brooks choke. Kind of like fatigue. If you want to toss that in there. The guy hasn't been playing 72 because if you're not aware, Live Golf, the 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 new company, the mm-hmm. the rival to the PGA, if those of you joining us now on the pregame show, they don't play 72. They play 54 holes mm-hmm. over, what, three days, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a shotgun start or whatever mm-hmm. like that, and there's teams. So he wasn't used to that. And say what you will, playing, how many holes did they end up playing? Like 27. Tw- 27 in one day? Yeah. That's tough. And then credit to John Rahm. Well, like, that's a men- that's more mental than it is physical a lot, too, with these guys. And Brooks, obviously, the knee and stuff like that. Well, like, okay, so like, there's many ways to obviously break down so-and-so choking in, in different sports. To me, like, golf's so different. Choking would be, he's four-putting, five-putting over and over, or that's whatever. Fair. Like, he just didn't have his A game he at all. He couldn't drive the ball at, at all. all. It was bad. He shanked it the first hole of the fourth round. Like, what are you... Th- we and were talking about Victor there Hovland. Too. We were yeah. talking about Victor Hovland, where Victor Hovland was on a tear, okay, yep. and then he had to stop for mm. an hour and a half or whatever because they played the nine holes yeah. prior. I think stopping for Brooks, he lost his swing, he and did. that happens. Well, that happened to not only him and Hovland, but Cantlay too. Like all these guys, Cantlay, the guys that, that guy. speed it up. Oh my God! Oh, can't oh, well, no, that was Hit a Bro- shot, what, what Brooks is talking about. What Brooks said, he's like John went to the bathroom seven times during that. Well, seven. Have you played on a slow day at any Muni? It's, when, it's horrible. It, Right of play, man. It drives me bananas. Get the marshal out there. Like, come on. It drives me nuts. Hit the damn ball and let's go. And these guys have been on, like, they're tired as hell. Like, they've been on the course all freaking day. They're mentally fried. Like, yeah, yeah, hurry the hell up and can't let you're not good enough. You never want a freaking major to be taking this long, buddy. Well, and the other part about this. Worst name in sports, by the way. Matt Steinmetz like to remind me. Can't lay. Oh, yeah. It's a horrible last name. I thought it was one of the great couch days in American sports oh, in the last awesome. year. Awesome. You started off with the Masters at 7 a.m. You know, I flipped it on the app. I was watching on the app the entire day. App is undefeated. And then I had the, the iPad going with the Masters on one side, that early NBA game. Then we went straight to the NBA. So then I had the three TV action with the iPads. I had Giants, Warriors, and golf all on all the – it was awesome. It's the Holy Trinity. Shout out uh, Easter Sunday yesterday. Seriously. Um, Real quick, your thoughts. We've got a minute and a half. You haven't even talked about the biggest story. Warriors-Kings, man. 
It's going to be pretty freaking awesome. I think awesome. it's going to be a great week. Yeah. I'm it's really excited. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, ramping Saturday. it out Saturday, primetime. You're going to get Mike Breen and Van Gundy. I would think, like, this is the sexiest one, right? Usually those guys are reserved for yeah. the one seed or mm-hmm. two seed. This is the sexiest matchup in the first round, right? Clippers-Suns is yeah. pretty interesting, but they don't have Paul George. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of what's going on with the Clippers. I yeah. guess Ty Lue was like looking at the scoreboard during the middle of the game, and I don't know. There's just uh, gamesmanship going on. On some level, I respect the Clippers, and I hope that it ends up working out for them. I really do. I, I hope it does. I think we've put – maybe I've overrated Phoenix. I think they're very dangerous. I kind of have to see it in the playoffs. Okay. I, I kind of want to see it in the playoffs. Uh, and then, obviously, you know, he's playing games, your Lakers. I know, tomorrow. Did you see him crown himself? Dude, that was a, it was a, they like to call it the let fu three the LeBron the let fu is what they call it yeah and I'm saying it nicely but he crowned himself against a, the Kelly Olynyk uh, Utah Jazz so whatever that's worth that's if you're the Lakers and I know you're playing with fire here because oh I know gosh. you're playing with fire you want to play Memphis or the Nuggets in round one who would you rather play Nuggets uh, Nuggets right yeah it, does it matter for the Lakers because they match up I think well I think against Memphis anyone Memphis is the team to play it, is it God, I do the athleticism of jaw scares yeah, me yeah I think Memphis Lakers is have been playing bad I don't even think they get out of the first round that's Joe Shasky no Stephen Adams hurts against that, no Anthony Davis that although Jaron Jackson ver- I don't know, is he yeah, going to guard Anthony it's Davis true. I don't know he's probably going to have to guard Austin Reeves best player on the court that's Joe Shasky he's coming out with Bonte Hill the Golden State Warriors they handled business what yesterday what a year for the Warriors 157 what a year indeed as they uh, take out the uh, Portland Trailblazers 157 to 101 Kings Warriors that series starts this Saturday again all that coverage will be right here on 95.7 the game don't go anywhere folks morning roast next this was the pregame show Joe Spadoni 95.7 the game